have a dinner all together, and then the husband and I would go out bowling while our <laughs> well, my girlfriend and his wife would be at home having sex. Yeah. Welcome to Normalizing Non-Monogamy, the podcast where we interview incredible people from across the entire spectrum of non-monogamy to hear their fascinating stories. We always strive to bring guests on the show who have a healthy and positive approach to non-monogamy. However, everyone approaches this a little differently, and in its core, our show is about hearing and learning from different experiences and approaches people have. With that in mind, it's important to remember that the views and opinions expressed by our guests do not necessarily represent those of our own. It's also important to remember that we aren't doctors or therapists and that we produce this show for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a medical professional for anything regarding your health that you might learn about on this show. We should also let you know that this podcast will hopefully include some explicit language. So, if that kind of thing offends you, you should probably keep listening until it no longer does. If you're under 18, we'd suggest finding a different show or gather up your parents and listen as a family. Enjoy! Welcome to episode 33. We're Finn and Emma, and today we have yet another exciting interview, this time with a couple, John and Cindy. Did you know 33 is a palindrome? (laughs) Yes. You're welcome. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, John and Cindy reached out to us via Twitter. Super awesome conversation. We talk swinging, we talk kink, we talk nudism, and... We even hear about a near-death sex experience. Sex. So I was like, sex experience? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It so, is crazy. Anyway, real quick, before we jump in, we'll just say, if you like to get tested for STIs, or even more so if you don't like it, give stdcheck.com a try. Use the links on our website or the show notes. It's way easier, way, way easier. I already said that once. It's, <laughs> it's just... It's our favorite way to get tested. It's you're getting tongue tied. <clears throat> you're getting tongue tied about a. Oh, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> you're getting tongue tied about STD testing. No, I just get so worked up. So anyway, give it a try. Get ten dollars off. And also, what's that place where we meet other people? Cassidy, if you want to give it a shot, a thirty free. Th- you can get a three. Whoa! Oh yeah, you're right. I am tongue tied. <laughs> no, it's my turn. You can get a free 30-day trial using the link on our website or a free 90-day trial if you leave us a review on any podcast platform. So now we're going to try to go do an interview. (laughs) Yeah, apparently we can't talk today. (laughs) Oh, wait, 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 wait. You can find us on our website, normalizingnonmonogamy.com, also on Twitter and Cassie under the screen name NNM Podcast. Okay, now we can go. Okay. Well, hi, guys. We have two... Uh, awesome supporters of our podcast that we're interviewing today and we have John and Cindy and they reached out to us via our website and we were hoping that you could start off by telling the listeners a little bit about yourselves and kind of your ages and where you're from what you're um what you guys what you do as far as what you're interested in maybe in life so a little bit to make it a little more personal and and for us since we don't know any of the answers to these questions either we haven't seen the the answer sheet (laughs) right well i'm john um i'm 43 and this is my wife cindy hi i'm cindy i'm also 43 we're from new england yep yep we live up in maine um although we're not far we're even though we say maine we're like only about 50 minutes from boston right you're not up near nova scotia or anything no no (laughs) exactly we're down in civilization right (laughs) right and uh yeah we've been in the lifestyle a very long time 
you know, we've been, and that's the thing why we wrote out because we think we're a little bit on the unique side. We sort of like you, we, uh, we were we, high school sweethearts. So yeah. That's where we met with school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We started dating when we started dating when we were juniors in high school. Wow. And together ever since. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. And so at what, at what point did you decide, Hey, maybe we'd be interested in, uh, exploring outside of our relationship. Um, Pretty much, well, we were very, we were definitely very sexually active. We, like, yeah. probably had sex within the month of dating. <laughs> and and then over the course, of course, we were in high school, but over that uh, course, I learned that um, Cindy was de- <laughs> was definitely very, in, she was always interested in girls. She'd yeah. always been interested in women. She viewed herself as bisexual. But never delved into that, so. Yeah. Right. And this was, this was still like back in high school when you were realizing yeah. all this. Yeah. 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 And so I happened to have, so I knew that about Cindy, that she was very interested in being with a woman. And I happened to have a really good friend, a female friend. Well, she was a friend of both of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had been friends with her since like fourth grade. And, and so I knew she had actually, she was bisexual and she had actually been with a girl before. So, you know, Hold on. Were, you, were you orchestrating MFF threesomes in high school? Huh? Were you orchestrating MFFM threesomes in high school? Yes. He was. Yeah, I was a whole teenager. So yeah, that's, that's impressive, though. That's, some, like, that's hey, an amazing got... uh, yeah, skills. Yeah. So I asked them both. I was like, hey, do you want to do this? And they were like, yeah. It was a graduation present. Right, right. Because it actually happened. Yeah, it was my graduation present. Because we, um, it would actually happen the summer between high school and college was yeah. when we actually had the, the threesome. Was that so? It was like right after high school graduation. Okay, I'm not as and, impressed anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, and then we um and then we actually played with that girl a number of times throughout that yeah, summer. Yeah, we went we went to college together, John John and I. Yeah. And uh, she took the bus up and visited us on campus and stayed a weekend here and there and. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And That's how we, it all started. Yep. Yeah. And then we could slow down for a while. Yeah. Well, and but then back back in you know when internet was starting to take off, we discovered AOL chat rooms. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because remember, this is the 90s. You know, yeah. they, we graduated high school in 92. So, you know, we're talking just after 92. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah, so, you still had to put the disc in the computer to get your 40 free minutes right. of internet. Uh-huh. Exactly. Actually, yeah. I had a brother word processor for my assignments back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, we met, um, I met a girl online yep. um, that was down in Massachusetts that. I actually took the bus down to go meet, and yep. um, she came and visited us at college, and that was so. We started out with threesomes, yeah, pretty much, yeah. And then so, it was shortly well, after. Hmm? No, I was go just going to say before. So before we go on to keep going, when you guys, when you both were doing the threesomes, uh, how did that go? Were those? Did you have any jealousy with those, or did you? Was it just adding to your relationship? In the beginning, there was jealousy. There was. We definitely learned some rules. What and, not to do. Yeah. What not. not. Um, always play together. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We made that a little bit of a mistake playing some separately, and yeah. then that didn't go too well. But and, you learn to yeah. communicate with each other, and, you know, you have bumps on the road. And, yeah. Yeah. 
something doesn't work, you say, hey, you know, yeah. I need a break from this. You know, let's talk about this. And, right, so, right, right. Yeah. And that's what we did. We realized not playing alone. And, and, and we also realized we, you know, when we were commuting, communicating with somebody we play with, it would be best if we communicated together, like not separate conversations right. Right. with people. Just that way that no jealousies did happen. Right. Like and so when you, when you were having those initial interactions on, on your behalf, Cindy, was there any concern when he brought this up that there was some type of underlying self-serving, like it's not just about like, helping you explore your bisexuality. <laughs> it's, hey, I'm going to get the, the two women. Not really. No? I mean, he was, for the most part, he, he really liked watching me with other women. Right. So it was more about he just wanted to see me getting pleasure. But, you know, of course, you know, I was like, well, hey, you know, there's two of us here. So let's, <laughs> let's all, you know. Right, because I had actually yeah. offered with that first girl, I had offered that I didn't need to be part of it or or just asked if I could watch. Right. Uh-huh. And I think that's and a really it, disarming way to go about it that you – you can basically put it out there like, hey, it's not about me. It's about you and letting you explore you. And then if if the good fortune comes your way, right. that's, that's a right. bonus, I think. Yeah, for sure. Actually, one of the, the, the women in Bo- down in Boston mm-hmm. that you would see, she actually was married and her husband didn't like her playing with other men. So that was actually just... Cindy and her it wasn't there was no involvement of of me or the other husband and that was different for us because you know like we'd go down to go visit the couple and um the men would go out to go bowling bowling, and the women would stay home and play and I I don't know that was different for us because he wasn't involved so it was it was a little different different. but it was fun but yeah we would laugh like we'd have a dinner all together and then the husband and I would go out bowling while our (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, my girlfriend and his wife would be at home having sex. Yeah. And then later we'd come back and then I'll hang out and like watch a movie together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So bowling for like... you was a euphemism. Like, <laughs> exactly. you feeling like bowling this weekend? And... No. <laughs> and then we did finally move on. We're like, we really wanted to interact with like a couple. A couple. And, uh, and again, this is back in the 90s. So I don't know when you guys got, but. They were actually magazines. Like you could go like the local books, adult bookstores. There would be a ma- there was a magazine called like New England Swingers. Okay. And you put an app. Right. Yeah. And you'd yeah. actually mail like, old snail mail, send like a letter to somebody. But we met, so we ended up meeting a really great older couple. Yeah, they were about twenty years older than us. So. Okay, and yeah. so the, you guys were in your like early twenties at this point. Early twenties. Yeah, yeah. This was after. So after ninety six, we graduated in nine, call, high school. I mean, college in ninety six. So yeah. it would have been like we ninety seven in there. Yeah, like twenty one. Probably 26. Well, well, no, early twenty. When we started seeing them, maybe twenty one. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was over a couple there, years. But yeah, and um, but they, they were very free love. You know open Great. they kind of showed us the ropes and yeah it, so you met this couple were, through yep. the advertisements then yes yeah yeah, yeah. that's amazing yeah. that's fun yeah he was a nurse and he I was a school teacher school teacher yeah and they were like i said they were like in their at least probably mid 40s yeah and um but they were great they they really you know we met them a few times yeah and, and they, actually we john and i had gotten pregnant and they oh, still yeah. met with us while i was carrying and yeah that was kind of sexy, you know, yeah. a little different, but yeah. it was sexy. And so that was our first real, they were our first full swap, yeah. you know, couple yeah. to play. All right. I'm curious on the, on the front of 
playing while you were pregnant did that i mean i I would imagine i've never been pregnant myself but i would imagine that body and self-esteem issues come up did it does did playing during that time help like alleviate those I was super horny when I was pregnant, so <laughs> having other people to play with that definitely helped give John a break. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah no, she was very because we're both like Cindy's always been very horny anyway. So yeah. when she was pregnant, she was like my hormones super were horny, crazy. Yeah. yeah, so and that was around actually just and we're jumping because after we started playing with that couple, we did branch out and start going to parties like like house parties Mm -hmm. and that's really since then so that's that was like the late 90s and ever since then our big thing has always been house parties. like we love house parties that's what we go Mm -hmm. to there's a ton of them in the area and and we go out to those so we had actually at that point started going to house parties too and seeing we still were seeing this other couple though right Mm -hmm. cindy got pregnant and um, took a break for a while yeah we did take a break once you once you really really got you know right you know, when it was close to time for our son to get due, you know, then things did drop off. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. for like probably at least the first year after our son was born, we didn't really. Couldn't do much. No, nah, it was all about the kid. Yeah. <laughs> There's a yeah. slight adjustment there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But then we did start going, you know, uh, then once he got a little, you know, we could have sitters and, um, mm-hmm. you know, people watch him, then we trying to make it still was a lot more few and far between but we would start getting back out to parties yeah. and things yeah um but we did lose track of that couple so we haven't they yeah. sort of drifted off yeah but, yeah right yeah that's a and and so after the pregnancy and everything you guys have been in it more consistently and continuing to grow in it or has the has the play yeah. style and everything stayed fairly similar no, we've evolved in the well in the mid two thousands. We do you want to say you yeah. go ahead. In the mid two thousands, we met a couple at a play party. Um, it had been one we went to all the time, but we met this couple, and we really hit it off with them. And we started playing, you know, just with them too, like meeting up other times. But it turned out they were very much into like being. Oh, being, oh well, no. well, yeah, both. yeah, like both <laughs> actually. They they really were both. They were very much into like having relationships, like being, exclusive. they wanted to be exclusive with us or like that. And, um, and also they were very much into BDSM. So they introduced us to that, which yeah. so opened we, up new, new avenues. Yeah, totally new avenues. Cause that's when we, we joined um, FetLife, which is a website for kink and BDSM. Yeah. Right. And, um, we really branched out for a while into that. Like, um, you know, in fact, now, if you think about it now, the majority of our friends that in the lifestyle are people we've probably met from that side. From Which the kink is, side or from the BDSM yeah. side. Yeah. And it's funny, the, the two don't tend to coincide, the kink <laughs> and the swinging, which is really disappointing because we're more swingers yes. than into, you know, the BDSM. So, right. but we've, we've we tried. created some really good bonds. We yeah. have a lot of friendships that we've, you know, created. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. We're sort of the odd couple out. Like we'll go to a BDSM party and we'll do like, yeah, we'll watch. I like flogging. So I do a lot of flogging and things like that. Mm -hmm. But, um, the funny thing is we'll be the couple off having sex at the King. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're, they're here again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 
So did, and, uh, when you were with yeah. that other couple that that was primarily looking for longer relationships, did did you guys go down that path of having a sort of monogamous, we, non-monogamous relationship with them? Did for a little while. Um, it started getting a little weird for me. Yeah, um, and you know, for like me a, too. A, after we'd have like a sexual interlude, you know, we'd all snuggle on the bed and stuff, which was it was good, but then. I, I started getting jealous, you know, of the interaction between my husband and her, mm-hmm. um, because she was definitely po- polyamorous mm-hmm. and I, that jealousy just came out of nowhere. And I right. just, you know, so we talked about it, you know, on our own and had to explain it to them that it just, it was just something we didn't expect to happen, but right. it did. So. Right. And it really wasn't anything I had been totally interested in. I mean, cause the whole idea for me of playing is to be playing with new people and new experiences. Right. Yeah. And they really, really wanted to make it exclusive, like just the four of us together. And that's sort of the opposite of what right. my intentions of the whole lifestyle sort of is. Right. So right. we like the whole point was to have variety and right. you know, just add a little spice. I yeah. mean, we do like being friends with people. In fact, a lot of the people we play with, we become friends with, right. and 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 I would say we're really good friends. Like you know, like like a number of the people we play with, like we know their kids. We've done vanilla things with them. We've gone out to things in town and mm-hmm. and gone to plays or stuff. The or pride done parade, right? Right. Or, we just went yeah. to the pride parade, and you know our kids are there and stuff. So there's a lot of people we know that we play with that we know in other ways too. Right. But there's still line where we don't date them. Right. You know, it's not like, a, and especially, it's definitely not an exclusive thing. But we do have, like, about four long-term relationships yes. with people that, you know, we meet often, and, and they're part of our life, so, right. you know, we meet up every once in a while. Right. There's like, one... we have a college friend yes. um, yeah. that um, her and her husband, we introduce them to the lifestyle. And right, because we've known them since grew college. Up together. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um. We didn't play with them back, but they learned of our play. Yeah. And then so eventually. They're more they were, advanced than we are. Oh, yeah. Now they, oh, my God. They've, like, taken off. Like, we still have, lately, they, they're they the ones that are out, like, every week and doing yeah. something. Yeah. And, uh, so you're talking about you converted a, or introduced a couple, I would say. How did how did we, that go? Do you mind diving into that just a little bit? We, we tend to do that a yeah, lot. Yeah, we've done that a few people. times. Yeah. We'll be friends with people and be like, oh, they're really, you know, should we, like, Tell them what we do, and right. so we'll we risk our relationships, but it always turns out for the best. And well, not always. Well, yeah, there was this couple that we were great. I do, I don't know. I do photography on the side just for fun, and I do model photography. I run, I well, I ran a model group for a while, and so we shoot a lot of nudes and a lot of things. So there was this couple that were friends of ours, and the lady asked to pose. Uh, if if I could do a shoot with her, mm-hmm. and so um, and they already knew, you know. Yeah, about... they knew we were swingers, right? And um, so we did this. It was so funny. I'll never forget it. We did this photo shoot of her, and she was naked. But you know, I want to be professional. I'm doing a photo shoot, you know. I'm, and I'm getting super turned on. Right. She's beautiful, but I'm being professional. I'm, right. I'm we're not helping doing anything. You know, we're doing a photo do shoot. Touching. Yep. <laughs> So then afterwards, she was just in the bathroom and we're hanging out on our couch and we we're like, oh, the photo shoot went great. I think the pictures will be great. And then all of a sudden she asked, she like, well, I have a question. She goes like, what's wrong with us? And we're like, what do you mean? 
And she's like, well, you guys haven't, we know you're swingers and you haven't tried to make any moves on us. Yeah, you like tried here I am naked and you haven't, you know, tried. And we're like, well, you know, we're doing a photo shoot. Right, we know? didn't know. We didn't know. And so yeah, then we're being professional. Yeah, we're Other respectful friends. professionals. <laughs> right, and I was right. like, of course we think you guys look great. Right. We'd love to. So then we ended so then up we did in bed. <laughs> and, um, and we ended up playing a bunch of times with yeah. them. But they're the ones that I think sort of went negative because she ended up, I don't think she was very comfortable. She's not comfortable with her body. She yeah. she started out my size, but at this point she was really thin. Very thin. She had lost a ton of weight. Lost a ton of weight, but still viewed herself as a larger woman. So yes, she wasn't comfortable in her own body. Right, and so she ended up not being comfortable with playing, and so we went back to just being friends with them, not playing anymore, and right. then, but then it just sort of we drifted apart. Right, you know, yeah. it, and. Yeah, sometimes so that happens. Yeah. 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 You know. Have, have you, I guess the, the topic of, you know, body image and being comfortable in your skin is one that I think a lot of people, when they're thinking about getting into this, that's something that comes straight to the forefront is I could never be naked in front of people. I could never do that. Have you, either of you had to deal with those issues and, and how have you dealt with that? I guess, yeah, I have a lot. I tend to seat couples that are on the plus size, I guess. So that way I feel more comfortable, but, um, we don't hide who we are. So if people are seeking us out, like on SLS, you know, we put, you know, pictures up of what we look like. So right. if they want to meet us, they want to meet us for us. You yeah. Know? Right. There's, there's no, nothing hidden. So have, have you found it? How, I mean, we've talked to a lot of people, especially when we were at Desire who talk about, you know, wandering around, being being naked in front of a lot of people helps you yeah. all to just immediately become, or maybe not immediate, but become comfortable in who you are because you, you see so many different types of people, big, small, everywhere in between, and, and you talk yeah. to everybody, and everybody seems to have the same concerns, and then you're like, well, why would you be concerned? And then why would you be concerned? And you're like, oh. <laughs> and yeah. so I think after people start talking about it, they realize, well, I have nothing to worry about. There's there's going to be people here that find me sexy, and there's going to be people here who don't find me sexy. And right. that's true right. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, well, we're nudists, too, yes. um, foremost. So I think that makes, even though I'm a larger woman, I'm comfortable in my skin more than other women would be, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we have separate from the swinging, we're we're nudists. Like we go to nudist camps that yeah. you know aren't swing camps. They're they're right. nudist camps. You know, it's actually a very distinct. In fact, at the camps, they they make it very clear that there's a big distinction between right. swinging and nudism. And, and so we but definitely go to nudist camps. So we're we're being used able to be, to be free in your skin in front of a lot of people that are different sizes, oh, yeah. ages, you know, yeah. Yeah. than their life, you know. You feel more confident, I think. Yeah, yeah we've been there. I couldn't even tell you. I know it sounds funny because I'm not trying to be, you know, I have no idea how many people have probably seen me naked. <laughs> you know, just, you know, with going to nudist camps and going to swinging events and all right. that. And and being a photographer, like, I have no qualms. Like, there's definitely been pictures of me out yeah. there because, I, you know, I figure... I can't expect to ask some model model to let me post pictures of her naked up online if I 
am embarrassed to be naked on. Right. So, I mean, we're just, we, we're very open. open. Right? In fact, we always joke with Cindy because if we go to a party, like we, you know, being older, you know, we some of these. We be the first people naked. Yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> some of these parties, the thing starts so late, like. You know, with kids and jobs and everything else, it's like I would love it like if the action started at like seven or eight. Yeah, we went. We went too. Yeah, we went too. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like half of the time things don't get going till like midnight, and we're ready to like go home and go to bed. I'm done. Yeah. So very often, like we will be well, especially Cindy will be like one of the like we'll be at someone's house party and. Cindy will be one of the first people naked. Time to get this party started. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if nothing's happening, I'll be like, hey, come on. You know, right, the two of us will go off somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were at one the other day up in Portland. And it was fun, but it was like you could tell it was like a new, like the people throwing it was one it of was the first It was their first, first party, yeah. yeah. And it, it was a fun party, but it was almost more just a party. Like a getting to know you Yeah. Party. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people yeah. are nervous and they, yeah, they're yeah. You can't blame them, yeah. right? So but we ended up just playing. There ourselves. were a couple other couples yeah, that, that way too. Yeah, so that it was ended more up just a playing. voyeur type party. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. So. I I think the fact that you uh are new to this too, it definitely helps with the body confidence. At least when, when I'm naked we at a couple of resorts and, and things, it helps so much with that confidence and seeing other people being naked, uh yeah, just doesn't matter what you look like. Everyone's this, a human being. And yeah. um, I wanted to ask, though, you said you have, like, nudists separately from swinging. Did you guys, since you started swinging early, did you guys, um, have you been nudist, going to nudist places similar, similarly amount of time? A similar amount of time, I should say. Um, we didn't go to our first nudist. We, uh, when we graduated from college, um, my parents paid for a trip out west for us. So we went for a two-week trip out to Las Vegas and California. Just basically, we rented, yeah, we basically, we rented a little minivan that camped out all all the way. All the way. And so when we were coming back across like the Arizona desert, um, we happened to learn that there was a nudist camp and we had always been interested in it, but we had honestly never gone to anything nudist related. And so we had already been swinging, right. but this was a, you know, this was just a nudist camp, but we had heard about it and we were camping anyways. Right. So we were like, Hey, let's, let's try it. stay at a nudist camp yeah. one night. So we, yeah. and, and I'll never forget. It was the weirdest thing because we actually pulled into it really late at night. So most people were like all asleep, you know, we were traveling. So we came into the camp like at like 10 or something at night. So it's dark. We set up camp and we just went to bed. And then the next morning we wake up. And I hop out. Of, I'll never forget. I hopped out of the minivan and I'm naked. And Cindy's like, all of a sudden we had this weird thought that what if we have the wrong camp? <laughs> you know, what if it isn't a nudist camp. And it would suck if I'm standing here naked. But then I looked over. Some family Christian. Yeah, exactly. It was like, oh yeah. Can you imagine yeah. if it was like some Christian campground or something? But um, and so I'm standing there naked, and all of a sudden I look over and there's like these two old guys, like in their like 80s, walking by and they're butt naked. Yeah, and I'm walk like, into the shower. Yeah, walk. And I'm like, nope, I'm good. This yeah. is good. This is either, that or we're, either that or we're all in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> so then when we got back, then we did, we learned that there's actually a nudist camp not far from us. And we um, started going to that Cedar one. Cedar Waters. Yeah, Cedar Waters. And we started going to that one. But then we ended up not liking that one. Is, uh, it's not bad. There's one down in Connecticut that's really only, even though Connecticut's only like two hours from our house. 
Yeah. So, yeah, so then we went, our favorite now is Solaire, which is in Connecticut. So we go oh, there and we take our son, you know, we've taken, you know, so because it's a family campground. I mean, yeah. really, like, you can't think of, think of any family campground with a lake and a pool and, yeah. and, and, and tennis courts and basketball courts and camp, tent sites. And... Yeah. And, but just everybody's naked, really. Yeah. And, and that's why they actually are very strict about the fact they don't want to have any reputation. You know, they are right. not a... It's a, a family sexual place. Campground. It's a family campground. You're yeah. just naked. Yeah. yeah. Back to nature type of thing, you know. Enjoy the environment. Enjoy nature. There's lots of walking trails. It's just... Uh, Canoeing, paddle boating. Yeah. There's yoga outdoors, naked yoga. Right. It's right. basically just being outdoors in nature completely yeah. natural. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's something we would definitely enjoy, but I yeah. don't. we can't afford the amount of sunscreen. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not in the budget yeah, for us. Problem. Yeah, that is a problem. Yeah, you're constantly reapplying. Yeah. So. Yeah. So one one of the things you mentioned earlier was about uh, around being out and having pictures online. Are are you out to anybody about either the nudist or the swinging or have you largely kept it undercover? Well, definitely the nudism. Everyone everybody knows. knows. Yeah. Um, that's not a secret at all. I mean, even the fact of our neighbors, because in Maine, like in the state of Maine, a woman can be topless anywhere right. a guy can be. Okay. So like Cindy is topless out back of our right. house a lot and stuff, you know, with neighbors. I mean, if there's and, and neighbors, have... kids, you know, playing down back, like in our yard, then I'll put a shirt on just because I don't know how the parents feel. But right. for the most part. Yeah. So, so that, out. but, it, but it, for the swinging back to the swinging point, um, I mean, it's not like we're... I mean, close friends now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. like all our... Even our vanilla friends really know. Because well, you tried to convert them all. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. That yeah. is true. Actually, we have even one group of couple that definitely has no interest ever in swinging. They've definitely expressed that. Even one night, we have a fire pit out back, and we're always hanging out, drinking, and hanging out with our friends. Um, mm-hmm. Just regular, you know. And... um one night she walked up the stairs and took her top off and was like, "Woo!" So we I tend got to, her to do that. yeah, we tend to get people <laughs> to, but, even, but um, but yeah, all our friends. I mean, I don't think I, I, it's hard for me to think of somebody really. I mean, I, I would say as a close friend, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's not like we go up to people and be like, you know, hey, my name is John. This is Cindy, and we're straight. You know, yeah, we don't. Do that. You know, but but people certainly, it's not something. Like, if anybody asked me, like, if somebody got a rumor or something was like, hey, are you guys swingers? I would be like, oh, yeah. You know, uh, it's not mm-hmm. something I hide. Yeah. Right. How about with your families? Um, my sister knows. Yeah, your sister knows. And I would say my brother knows. Yeah, your brother knows. Yeah. Yeah. Your si- and I'm an only child, so I have no siblings to I know. mean, I, <laughs> I came out, you know, to my family that I was bisexual in high school. So um, there's that. And they all put two and two together that oh, our yeah. high school friend was my first and she's right. been in our life since so. yeah we're still friends the, the girl we told you about that was like she's married now and has a kid um or a couple kids and um we're they still great friends play. with them we, we actually play still with play them. with them yeah you know, you know? um that's awesome that's that you've had yeah, that long-term it, friendship with her we're really yeah. comfortable with them so. yes very comfortable. same with our college friends too. right right and um you know lots of people know in fact even my now at work, it's funny you said that. At work, my current boss does not know, I don't think. Um, but I know my past boss before him um, definitely knew. 
because he used to live vicariously <laughs> through me. Like he would always, we would go out and and go to have a beer at a bar sometime, and he'd always be peppering me with questions because he. Was, <laughs> what part? Yeah, because he sort of lived vicariously. Yeah, he he lived vicariously through me, so he'd yeah. always be so. Yeah. Right. Also, we both, which probably wasn't the best idea in the world, but we both, which we speaking of mistakes that you learn from, <laughs> mm. um, we both uh, had relationships with people at our respective works at one time. Okay. And those didn't really go. I mean, too well, as a couple, yeah, like as a couple, relationships, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. At Cindy's work, there was a girl that mm-hmm. she actually. Well, you with the girl at your work, you fooled around. You started playing with separately too. Right. He liked me to go out yeah. with her and you know tell we, me stories. We'd flirt and come back, and I'd say what happened. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Or play. You go. Play. Yeah. But then we played. But then that didn't really. It was. You know, weird. it's it was hard one of when those they, things. Yeah. yeah. It's hard if they fizzle out. Then you still have to work with the person. Right. Yeah. And the same happened at my work. There was a girl that was interested in me, and we had gotten flirting and talking, and then she learned about the fact that we were open. Mm-hmm. So she ended up, she was single at the time, mm-hmm. and so she ended up playing with us. But then it didn't really go too well. Mm-hmm. Um, she was looking for more. Mm-hmm. She wanted, like, right. a, you know, she was looking a for a relationship. relationship. Yeah. Which we... We don't do that. No. But. And so then we ended it. And then, of course, then it gets a little weird because you're still working yeah. with her. So, I mean, we're, what, we're yeah. friends with her again. Now, oh, yeah. So. The funny thing is she ended up leaving my work. And then we reconnected. And, and yeah. we, we don't play anymore. But actually, we've become friends again. Mm-hmm. Like, we see her out in places. And stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that says a lot about the two of you and how you manage the relationships. If you can end something like that and then circle back in a year or two or five months and still be friends with people. I think that that says a lot for your, your communication and your ability to manage and navigate. And respectful. Yeah. We're we're very, I like to think of us as we're sort of very laid back. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, like even people that have like, I don't know, you know, made bad decisions or right. Or, or pissed you off or you off something happened. You know, time, life happens. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You can't hold things against you each know, other. So. so it's like, hey, you know. If you someone, live, you learn. Right, exactly. And you can't dwell on the past. No. Just move forward. Yep. Yeah. yep. I think that's an amazing and, and attitude people, to have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we have our friends that we, you know, and, and we like our friends. You know, we want to be with our friends and we respect them and want to share time with people. So even if stuff has happened in the past that may have made, you mad at them or them mad at you or, or like that, you know, you get over it yeah. and you just move on. And then if hopefully you can reconnect. If there tends to be too, too much drama with, you know, yes. some of our friends, we'll take a step back for a while because <laughs> we're not into all that drama. Yeah, no, stuff. that's the big thing I will say is, in fact, actually back to, that circles us back to the BDSM. We've actually drifted away now. We've definitely, this last, say, couple of years, really gone back more into the swinging side of the world mm-hmm. and really left, not left, but really um, made it a minor part of our lives being the BDSM. And one fact of that, and I don't know why, and I I can't explain totally why, but there seems to be a lot more drama with the BDSM side of the world. And maybe it's just our experience, but... And not with us per se, but just in people in general, there is a lot of like, 
I don't know, infighting. Couples that don't manage yeah. their playtime. Right. And so people fighting and, and then we always get caught in the middle because like we'll have one couple that's friends of ours and another couple that's friends. And then they end up fighting because somebody did something wrong at a party or said the wrong thing. Cause you, you run into all these issues of dominant and submissive and masters and slaves. And, and there's all these protocols and etiquette that you, and you know, it gets very complicated yeah. mm-hmm. and whenever anything gets complicated, people tend to do something wrong and then people get pissed they get off, judged and, and it gets very um, right. just drama. Yeah. yeah, and we were sort of getting tired of it, yeah. so we sort of we've drifted back into more of a just swinging world. Like like we went a couple weekends ago, well, no, a weekend no. ago we went to a, a meet and greet that was just just swingers, and it's so funny. To went out atmosphere. dancing all night, and uh, yeah, yeah, just making out, flirting and, and flirting. making out with multiple people and. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. <laughs> and I think one thing too is with the BDS, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, but because you're dealing with something different, because you're dealing with with where you can really hurt somebody, you know, you know, never mind floggers, but there's a lot of rope, there's needles, there's, you know, there's all kinds of instruments where where you're really doing things that um, can seriously hurt somebody, mm-hmm. not so, just physically but mentally. Right. I don't know. That's just not us. Right, and, and, and seeing it, you know, as an observer, it's just like, ah, yeah, know. we're like, we want to just go Fine back to for having, them, but right, we want to just go back to having fun. Yeah, and so we've drifted back into that. We're more about pleasure, not pain. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's it's really cool that you guys tried it out. You know, you, you yeah. met a bunch of people through there. You learned about it. Learned a lot about it, it sounds like, and what's everything's out there. And and I would imagine that there was a good handful or probably way more than a handful, otherwise the community wouldn't exist, of, of people who were navigating it successfully and respectfully and not creating the drama. And yep. it, like any community, there's going to be drama, and I would imagine that it weeds itself out pretty quickly. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. But ultimately, I think making the decision that it's yeah. not for you is – that, right. that's really cool that you you tried it you're like okay this is good for now but let's revisit and say no yeah. let's go back to just swinging because right. that's what we enjoyed more right yeah one one question we always ask is since you've opened up your relationship what are some of the benefits you've seen but since it sounds like your relationship was never closed uh i guess Maybe to rephrase that a little, what are some of the things that you feel that you have benefited over the last 23, 24 years of being together and being open versus maybe you think would be different if you hadn't opened it? Um, definitely communication. Like we can pretty yeah. much talk like, like, I mean, when, you know, when we see somebody down the street, whether it be a guy or a girl, we can be like, hey, isn't she hot? Or hey, isn't he hot? And, and so it just opens it up. Like, like we see vanilla couples and they're so like, not always, but they're very re- like insecure. Right. Always watching what they're saying around right. their spouse. Like they don't want to upset their spouse. They don't want to say something wrong. Right. And we don't really have that. No, we, we're very we open. Talk and, yeah. and if I, I feel uncomfortable or he does, we feel open we just enough say to say it. Right, you know, right. we don't have to hide it and toe around. Right. And I think our relationship's really strong because yeah. of that. We, you know, we're like, it feels like you're almost on a different level than a lot of other couples you see because it's almost like the other couples 
are very individual. Like, like they're, they're a couple, but the two people like have secrets or they like even silly, stupid things, but they have things apart from their spouse and Mm -hmm. they, they're not really together. But for us, there's nothing really secretive. There's nothing separate. We, I mean, we do our own things. Like we both have our own hobbies or interests, but we don't, but as far as communication goes, it's like, we're just open with each other a lot more. Well, like we had tried playing separately. Yeah. Um, and I was open, you know, he was playing with a girl separately and telling me about it. And I, I was honest. I said, you know, I don't think this is for me. I, I'm really right. jealous. And, <laughs> and, right, but you, you know, and I was, I, I didn't feel bad right. telling him. And so we're like, okay, yep. you know, yeah. and did it the other way. And right. He, you had played with a guy. A couple he guys. liked me playing with a couple of guys on my own and coming home and telling him about yeah, it. But I, I was like, like, you know, it's not, for me, because I felt like I was cheating, you know, and because he wasn't there. Because so. yeah. I was definitely, I yeah. like, I like that idea. I always got turned on when she went out. Doesn't mean we won't try it again. No, no, right. we right. That actually, the other thing I think, as far as learning, you know, one thing, especially with having the years that we've had under our belt, um, everything was like cyclical, and and just because no. I mean, just because the answer of something is no now or doesn't fit us, and I don't mean just no, but say there's something that we don't like right now, it doesn't mean... We won't revisit it. Right. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's pretty evident in your willingness to try just about anything and then give it a good try and then analyze it and say yes or no. And Yeah. Yeah, that's become evident just in the few minutes we've talked. Yeah, no, I think that's an amazing attitude to have. And you guys allow yourselves to to try something. And then if it... And then if it doesn't work, it it doesn't work. But you you don't hold it against each other that that you tried it. Right. Right. No. I know. It's... Okay. Yeah, so... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Okay. No, I was just going to say, it's so funny, like, about that. You know, we always view it as in we want to, if either of us have an inkling for something, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, hey, go ahead and try it. You know, uh, you know, the worst case is that it doesn't work out. And right. you're or like, someone says no. Right. Or someone says no. You like, know, okay. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. And then, right. you know, you're like, well, I learned that I didn't like or that didn't work or that did work. And, and luckily, I think the majority for us over time, the majority has worked. And that's why it's so funny. Like we'll be talking to somebody more vanilla or well, either completely vanilla or new. And they'll be talking about like all these like bucket lists or things that they would love to do. And we're laughing because they'll be talking oh about this or that. And and we'll be whispering to ourselves. We'll be like, yeah, we, okay. Do you remember back when? Yeah, we did that. We did that. We did that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah they're like, like oh, I'd, I'd love to do this thing. And you're like, yeah, it's not that great. It's, it's, uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, I'm coming when I've actually done, um, we've done a double penetration. And everybody seems to want to do double penetrations, you know. And there was this one girl we were with, and, and well, one couple, and the girl was in, wanted into that. Wanted to try that. And so I did that with the guy and the girl. And, you know, everybody was, but it's actually. It's difficult. I've done it a couple times now. And it's not actually, it's cool just saying you did it, but it's it's really not the greatest. There's there's yeah. some serious logistics you got to work out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if you're the guy on the top, like one thing is your thighs end up like burning massively because yeah. yeah. you're in like permanent squat. And yeah, you need like a trapeze bar hanging from the ceiling. Get... Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Not that yeah. I've ever participated. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm speculating. <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> you know, or like, uh, and we've had lots of, I mean, there's like so many funny things. Well, that's, we've that's a perfect segue. Cause I was going to ask, yeah. and this is one of our new favorite things to ask people. And for multiple reasons, one, cause it's funny, but two, it helps people who are getting into this realize that they're going to come across things that are awkward and hilarious and that you're not, you are not immune no matter how good you think you are. <laughs> yeah, you're, so. you're going to make mistakes and you're going to have to work through them. So what is, what is one or two of your favorite bloopers from over the years <laughs> that have gone wrong or been really funny that you, you always think about when you. Can um, I answer that one? Yeah, if you want to. Black dress girl. Uh, no. No, no, which one? Um, I don't know if she was in a black dress. We were at one swing party where uh, we were with a younger couple and they were totally blitzed. I mean, drunk. And um, the girl and I got in a 69. I was on the bottom and I have very large bosoms. So um, she maneuvered herself and kept pushing back. And I was essentially getting suffocated by my own breasts while her husband was um, taking her from behind. And I essentially was trying to tap out and I had to call my husband over to uh, come and get her off me because I couldn't breathe. (laughs) It was, it would have been a great way to die because she was beautiful (laughs) and I was having a great time. So, uh, but that was definitely Hell of an obituary. I was over over because it was like an open room. So I was actually over on another couch having sex with a totally different person. And all Mm -hmm. of a sudden I hear Cindy yelling, John, John, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And I look over and she's at the bottom of this pile. You know, there's a girl on top of her in a 69 and the girl's boyfriend is basically on top of Cindy because he's having sex with this girl. And Cindy's arms just like flailing out (laughs) from the pile of bodies. I mean, I'm sure it was sexy to watch, (laughs) you know. So I had to excuse myself from the woman I was with on the couch (laughs) and come over and like I had to literally lift the girl off of Cindy. Yeah, she had no idea. You got to get off. My wife is suffocating. Just just did like a little bit of CPR and she was good to go. Right, right, right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. That's... That was definitely a funny one. That's hilarious. I don't know. That was the one I was going to Oh, that was the one you were going to talk about? Yeah, that was the one I was... Yeah. That was fun. I'm sure, I know there were others, but... Yeah, I would imagine in 25, 26 years, you've come across your share. I know we have. Yeah. The the best part about them is when you're out with your, you know, vanilla friends or people who don't know, and something comes up and you're like, oh, yeah, this one time, no, never mind. Never mind. (laughs) You you have to, like, retreat to your corner and... Can't tell oh, that yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we do have some of those stories, but we, we won't share those. Cause yeah. It's embarrassing for the other couple. Right, but, right. Yeah. But yeah, we definitely have stories. Yeah. Yeah. And they, um, and right, you're out, if you're out with other people and you're like, oh, wait, no, I can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Of course, most of our friends are more, so there isn't a lot of people we'll be out with that we couldn't say things to. Yeah. <laughs> laugh about it and share stories yeah the stories are the best part i mean this this yeah yeah Yeah. people are amazing and and funny stuff happens i mean sex is awkward with two people let alone with more than two people so yeah Yeah. Yeah, Um, well the last question we like to ask people is uh if you have any pieces of advice, like final piece of advice you'd give to somebody who's looking to get into swinging or non-monogamous relationships and also if you have any resources that you'd want to share advice i would say you know start slow Mm. and communicate that's the big one you know 
and keep checking in with each other. Yeah. Um, we had, you know, our long, long-term friends from college, they were, you know, experimenting with playing separately. And, and I was honestly, I was concerned about, uh, the male counterpart about him getting jealous. And right. honestly, he was in the right place, but I, I kept checking with the wife and was like, you know, just, just check in with him, make sure he's okay. You know, and they were fine though. But yeah, communication's the big, That's the big one, you know, definitely, you know, Talk to don't each just other. go along with stuff just because you want to please your partner, you know. Yeah. Right. And don't ever think that your partner's either a mind reader or that yeah, you're. They're you know, not. Right. Or trying to read their mind like you think they. Because there's been many times, I remember way back at the beginning, where I would think Cindy would was wanting one thing and I was totally wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And then the other is, like you said, go slow. Because the thing is, you're always going to have more time. Like, right. like there's, like, around here, I know it sounds funny, we're in Maine and stuff, but there's always parties going on there. You could go out pretty much every weekend if you want and go to a house party or a party. So just because you don't have to do everything you're yeah, at a party, you know, it, it, there's going to be more time. So it, I think the slower you start off, the better. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was something that I'm really happy you said that because at the beginning of our journey, we were definitely the, the type of people that felt like this is our only chance. Tonight's the only time it's going to happen, so we have to go for it. And and you you realize over time that these these situations are not finite. You can create more of them and you can create better ones. And so powering through a bad situation just because you're in it is not a recipe for success. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Any uh, yep. any resources that you have found useful or stumbled across over the years besides maybe you want to share the the magazine that you looked people up <laughs> in? <laughs> I don't think that's even around. Or your your AOL that. screen name? <laughs> yeah, no, no, oh, yeah. That's not around. Either. I mean, it may still be around, but we don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but. No. I don't know. We, I mean, we're on the different sites. Like we, I know a lot of people like Cassidy, and we are on there. But the main one we use is SLS, which is Swing Lifestyle. Yeah. Um, there just seems to be a lot of people in New England on that, Mm -hmm. so it seems to be a better range, you know. And Pet Life, you know, that that's a different type of community, but there are some swingers on there. There's different groups you can go to and go by um, state. Yeah, yeah, and and one thing, right? FedLife isn't really like a hookup site. FedLife is a a BDSM site, but you groups exactly. You can become part of a community, though. There's a lot of they call them munches. Okay. um, Different areas that we'll go to in Manchester, Concord, um, Rochester, Rochester, Portsmouth, where like-minded people will go. They'll go to a pub. They'll hang out. They'll talk and you know create bonds and. In fact, that would be one of my biggest suggestions for people is find, you know, in the swinging world, they're generally called meet and greets. And in the kink world, they're called munches. Right. But they're really the same essential thing. They're they're gatherings in public places at a public bar or a restaurant where nothing's going on. You know, it's a public place. There's nothing, but it's where you can meet people. You hang out. Foster relationships. Right. Yeah. So I would say definitely, especially for newbies, that's the best place to meet people because also there's no pressure because there's nothing going on. It's not like a party there. You, you know, you're not going to be having sex there. 
you're not going to be getting naked there. You're literally just there. Have some like your old-fashioned mixer. Right. Yep. Have a appetizer, yeah. and you you can bounce around. And what's also cool with them is people expect this. You know, you can bounce around and talk to multiple people throughout the night. You don't have to be sitting there talking to one person all night. So, right. yeah. so you can round and meet people. You can exchange numbers, kick names, whatever. Right. And then maybe you form a relationship. And then you decide, oh, let's go out for dinner with this couple. We really like them. Or let's right. go out. Right. But you don't have to do that. Yep. And so I think the, the meet and greets and the munches are like the best thing to find. Yeah. And, and honestly, I'm sure they're everywhere. I know there's a ton of them just in our area and we're up in New England. So right. I'm sure people that are especially like more urban areas, probably there's a ton of them. Right. Yeah, we, we love that advice, I think. Yeah, that's a really good point to make. The fact that you can go to a no pressure situation with your partner and talk to people you know, I don't know of a better way if one of one of the two of you or both of you are really concerned about safety and all the different things that come up to go and meet people and realize that they're just regular people hanging out at a bar. Yeah. And they're they're just like you. Everyone's nervous. You know, there's no no better way to get rid of those nerves, nerves yeah, and butterflies. So then go in and just talk to people. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, and and thank you for everything you shared tonight. It's been super fun yeah. hearing from a a couple who got started earlier than us, which <laughs> yeah, a little bit competitive <laughs> makes me makes me think that we've got some work to do. <laughs> I guess we can't get any younger. No, we can't get any younger. We can just have more experiences. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Is there any no. last tips or anything you want? Any other? Things you wanted to share? Yeah. I think just be, you know, remember, I think one thing people sometimes forget it's for fun. You know, the whole point of it is to have fun and have good fun experiences. If you're not having fun, then something's wrong. You know, the whole point is to have fun. And I think if you keep that in mind, then you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point too. That's a yeah, perfect a perfect way to wrap it up and we appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for joining us and reaching out and we had a blast talking to you too. And thank you. We, and did we, too. Will, thank we will keep in touch. Next time we're in Maine, we can have a meet and greet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that would be great. All right. Well have a wonderful evening and we will chat soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 We back? Yeah, we're back again. And thanks to John and Cindy for the super fun conversation. Uh, Forever in Maine, I think we're definitely going to go hang out with them. Oh, yeah, for sure. So (laughs) uh, real quick, nothing much to say here other than we got a super fun interview, like always, next week with a young couple out in the East Coast area. So we talked. It's pretty vague, but there's a lot of. Well, I don't want to give away all of the secrets. (laughs) Otherwise, people won't have to listen. (laughs) So. Come back in a week, and we will see everybody zen. Yeah. Bye, everyone.